Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and on this week's show we'll be bringing you build-up and reaction to FC United's FA Cup tie from Saturday against Barlick Town. And later we'll be hearing how the women's team fared in their return to league action from Sunday. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news with the FA Youth Cup. And this coming Wednesday, FC United will be welcoming Ashton Town to Broadhurst Park in the preliminary round of this season's competition. The tie kicks off at 7pm on Wednesday evening and admission will be pay on the gate, £5 for adults, £3 concessions, £1 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. In other news, and the club are looking for a new assistant coach for FC United's women's team. Those interested should send their CVs to Jenny Swarbrick. That's Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E dot Swarbrick, S-W-A-R-B-R-I-C-K at fc-utd.net. And finally for this week's news, FC United's men's team were back in action on Saturday afternoon as the Reds took their first steps in this season's FA Cup. To hear how FC United fared in their first qualifying round tie with Barlick Town from Saturday, let's hand over to Ben and Woodso at Broadhurst Park. Well, welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park and you join us about 55 minutes or so before kick-off. Shortly we'll be joined by Neil Reynolds for his pre-match thoughts, but we're joined for even more pre-match thoughts from Woodzo. Big welcome back, Woodzo. Barlick today, Barnoldswick. Other pronunciations are available, I'm sure. But FA Cup first qualifying round, it's all about bouncing back, isn't it, from Monday? Yeah. Yeah, I've got I'm a doing cold. this because you've got a cold and Renault's got a cold, so I feel left out. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'll, I've got I'll, a I can't cold. do that for the yes. I can't do that for five minutes. Go on. Right, absolutely, and you know it, it's a home game, so that is one good thing. They've only got one ex-player if he's playing, Tom Dean. So that's that's not a bad thing. Although having said that, Cars is obviously one of Reynolds' ex Bamber Bridges, so he'll be happy. I think in games like this, you, you, you sort of look at things like that and say, you know, where where, where are we going to get bitten potentially? Uh, and you know, ex players and ex ex gaffer players, so to speak. But the home form is three out of three, you know. So I would expect it to be four out of four. But you know, you go back to Witten a couple of years ago and whatnot. That nothing's ever a bootle. Bootle, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we got through eventually, didn't we? But it was, you know, a bit of a bit of a drag. It's not a given, but you know, I, I didn't realise they were on such a good run, except for I think they lost on penalties in the Vars game. But beyond that, they've won fourteen out of fourteen, or oh, beaten in fourteen, should I say? It'll be tough. What you need to do today is score early, because that'll just settle you down a little bit. Uh, I'm looking for more around the box, because on Monday, I mean, Neil's just said, as, as the, the dear listener will, will, will hear in a minute. Um, Actually played quite good, didn't we, for 25 Played quite minutes. good, the first, yeah. the first, apart from getting around the box, and there was nothing. Well, that's what Paul was saying. and he, you know, there, was 20, there was a 25-minute spell in the first half where we should have made yeah, our Yeah, we played some really good football. That's, really a, that's, good a, that's football. the annoying thing about it, against probably the best team in the league. But it was the defending that let us down. If and was and actually, Neil uh, highlighted the midfield, actually, and he's, he's right, because that run, and actually, I think the fourth goal as well, it came from mistakes in midfield. And there was an element to that at Marine as well. We should have been the better about, than that, shouldn't we? The thing we? about just that... Just the player. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I, that was literally what I was going to say. I've watched it back. So naive. Just take a yellow card. I know it's early in the game and you put yourself under pressure. I'd rather have a player on a yellow card than me a goal down inside you know, a minute and a half, two minutes. So I would say that if you do a challenge early. I'm not, not talking anything malicious, just cynical. If you do a, a cynical foul that early, the referee might let you off. You might get away with it. But even, how convincing you but make even it. not, <laughs> he's run through... Well, yeah, yeah. But he's run through five, six players, and some of which got quite close to him, but didn't actually... They didn't even touch him. 
Because Little Touch would have brought him down anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a good run, and it's a, he kept but his calm it's so well to go on the keeper and roll it in. Is there an element to this? I mean, I said in the in the pre-match build-up as well, which was quite ominous, um, just about this Radcliffe side, when they get a roll on, they really go for you. Hmm. That's two times away from home we've conceded five. I mean, we conceded three at Stafford. You know, there was two quick-fire goals there towards half-time. At Marine, there was uh, three... Three quick-fire goals. Well, four. Four, oh, four, yeah, 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 four yeah, quick-fire yeah, yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, there's an element to it. I mean, you said we need to score earlier. I mean, I'd argue we need to concede later. Like, well, no, either or. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think we're going to be that type of team. I think we're going to be... I think we'll be stronger here. We'll do all right at home, away from home, sorry, generally. But I think there'll be games where we'll come up against a better team. And I think, certainly in the first half of the season, where we're coming up... If we're, when we're away to one of the teams who are going to be perceived to be up there, like your Radcliffe, your Marine, if Mac had been away and not at home, just for argument's yep. sake... Well, we might get, we might concede goals because I think we, we're, we're, we're a smallish young side. And I think there's experienced players in there, but we are quite inexperienced in, in, in some areas on the pitch. And I think my worry about Monday, for example, and I think we discussed it before the yeah. game, is about being bullied. And I think generally, even though we did play some good football in that first half, I think we were quite bullied by by, by some big lads yeah. who, who know what they're doing. And the thing is, even when they were 5-0 up, they were committing fouls and really yes. bad t- challenges as yeah. well. There was one on Tiam in the corner. Yeah, they never um, they didn't step down or no, back off or anything didn't, like didn't that. They didn't lay off. And at the time, I was like, that's a bit out of order. But yeah. I thought, well, there's a reason why they're 5-0 up and that's probably well, that drive. They play, they play in, the, in, the, in their manager's style and they'd have been fuming. If, if we, they'd have won that game 5-3 and, we, and we'd have got three late goals. Yeah. Just for, and, and we still lost the game. They would have been fuming. Absolutely fuming, but they kept the discipline, and they and, and they kept playing the same way, whether they were one nil up or five nil up. And I think we've we've just got to get over that in some away games that, that we're going to have to put up with that. That players and teams who are big and strong, we can play football against them. My only question mark, and it's, it's only a question mark. All it is is away from home. Have we got that at the moment in enough spades across the pitch? to handle a big side like, like Radcliffe. Well, the question also is, can we do it today against the team who's in form from the Northwest Counties in the FA Cup? Mm. And big job for, for Neil Reynolds this past week to pick the players back up again. Let's have a little catch-up with the FC United manager, who I caught up with moments ago. Big thank you to Woods for joining thank us you. on this week's show. And let's hear from Neil. Uh, well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us. Um, I've got a cold, you've got a yeah. cold. But other than that, how are you feeling ahead of today's FA Cup game? Uh feel a bit better than I did this morning when I woke up. I've had it for about three days, Ben, so not great. Listen, I'm really excited. I think at the minute, every time we're back at Broadhurst Park, we've got a smile on our face, and every time we're away from it, we don't like it. Obviously, the results show that. So, you know, we're coming into today's game full of confidence. You know, we can't, we can't change what happened at, at, at Radcliffe. All we can do is now focus on an FA Cup game and, and trying to beat a side who I've just found out haven't lost in 14 games since this pre-season yeah. into the league. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough ask, and you know they've built well. So for us, we've got to worry about us today and how we bounce back and how we play before Men- we concentrate on them. Mentioning smiles on faces has that been the key thing for you this week after Radcliffe? Training's been brilliant. Team meeting on Wednesday was brilliant. Uh, just said in there, don't know if anybody's watched Ted Lasso. It's on Apple TV, but it's a, it's a really good footballing program. It's a little bit it's really humorous. But I was listening this. I was watching this morning episode eleven and talks about at times footballs are footballs but the people before the footballers and it's how you build the people back up and as a manager it's how you look after them so there's been a lot of work in terms of looking after because no one likes getting beat 5-0 
you know, no one there to look after me, but I look after them. So it's, you know, that's the important thing. And, and, and the key thing is, is that we built a brilliant group, you know, who will maybe get beat five again this season, but I don't know. But it's how we bounce back. And you go in that dressing room and you see young Keen Baru with his smile across his face and, and Elliot, Morris and Jay. It's, it's like they just can't wait for football. So, you know, for us, we're, we're looking forward to it. I mean, thinking back at the, the Radcliffe game, I mean, we were heading in one nil down at half time, weren't we, until we weren't. So it could have been a different game if some of those chances went in. People in the first might, half. I mean, we're, we're fortunate we can watch the game back. Wow, we were good. Mm. <laughs> we, you know, we, we said it. In the we, I didn't realise how good we were. I've come in at half time and maybe a bit overcritical because I've gone on the scoreline. I've watched back 25 minute spell. We were so good. And I probably couldn't understand why Bernard and John O you know, did what they did at half time because they were mad. But, but we've gone in at 3 0 down. So And then second half, we've been caught early. And then you're just trying to limit the damage, yeah. aren't you? Uh, but, you know, I referenced, I referenced Ted Lasso, I referenced Peter Wilde today. You know, he said to me on, on Thursday, put his arm around me and said, I've been in that position before, Reno, and, you know, when it goes 4, 5, 6, just make sure you go to a 5, 4, 1 and it doesn't go 7, 8, 9, 10. I thought that's good advice. So, you know, thankfully we, we limited it to 5, but we got beat 5 off a really good side who will be right up there at the end of the season. But team selection today, I mean, how do you go about this? Because there's players who've been on the periphery of things who you could give minutes to. You could, of course, say to the, the same team last week, right, now's your chance to make amends. I mean, how do you go about it? And that's, that's the, the juggling part. And that's what I said to Tim on Thursday night. You know, do you go and drop everybody and then say you're not good enough to play in this team? Or do you go, right, we'll just tweak one or two things. So, you know, we, we got some bad news and good news on Thursday. Good news was that with Charlie Munro and Michael Donoghue were both back for next Saturday. Donnelly is nowhere near as bad as what he thinks. He's linked to his lower back, so that's a good thing. Charlie's training, doing well, but then we've lost Jan Palinkas, you know, the the ankle injury, which isn't right. So we've got to, again, we've probably got to go back to the specialist and, and, and look at what's going on because innocuously he just rolled his ankle again and, he, and he's come up the size of an elephant. So he's, there's something wrong there. Thankfully, we've got him on contract. He knows he's our player, but we, we're without Jan, and, and Jan would have gone straight in today. But, you know, with that, with that, you know, you look at the team and you think, you know, we're exciting. You know, the top end of the picks, Matt Kane, you know, Elliot Morris, Jay Fitz and Keen Baru all play. You know, and even though they didn't have great days against Radcliffe, they all play. In behind that will be Det McLaughlin and Charlie Ennis. We're like thinking that Charlie should get a lot of ball today, maybe. And we don't have to necessarily play with that number four role, two eights. And then in behind that, uh, Guy Hall at left back, Curtis Jones, Charlie Oliver and bringing Pavin at right back. We just think checks, hamstrings are slightly tight and Liv mm. said if we can rest him rest him so Pav comes you know from the wilderness into the starting 11 and then obviously Pat Boy's in behind that and with that regard what are you expecting today because you mentioned the form of, of Barlick you know we're, we're here our home form's pretty good so this should be a good game I'm demanding a win I don't think I'm expecting I'm demanding a win and, and not because we're playing Barlick because we're at home we want to go far in the FA Cup I just referenced the likes of Griffiths Sirtis Jones you know Charlie Ennis were there when we played Doncaster unfortunately it was Covid time we want to get there again you know everybody I've said it jealous of Marine you know and envious of them we want to we want to create history but we know with to do that you've got to have a little bit of luck and when the draw came out you know Geisley were desperate for a win they're going to get Marine today or Hyde have got to go to Clitheroe and you know Lancaster have got to play Witten there's some really really you know difficult games we've got Barn Oldswick which will be difficult but I would have taken that over maybe someone in our league so that doesn't take anything for granted I mean we're going to win we're going to come up against a really hungry uh, Barn Oldswick side. They're going to want to scalp, and we've seen it happen from the Premier League to League Two to the National League, whatever it will be. We've just got to make sure that quarter five we're not that scalp. Well, fingers crossed, Neil. And uh, just before we go, uh, looking forward to today's atmosphere as well because it's been pretty good in August. The atmosphere has been brilliant, you know. And, and roles reversed. You know, you probably can't win as a football manager. You're desperate to get your home form right, and then you want to get points away from home. 
you know, people may think we're a bad side away and good side at home. I think we're a good side in general. We've just got to find that balance. But the balance has got to be, for me, qualification today, and we'll take it from there. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us pre-match, and uh, all the best this afternoon. Hope Cole gets better as Thanks, well, mate. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Reynolds there speaking to me earlier, and uh, Stato Paul is with us. Hello, Paul. Well, welcome back. Good afternoon. Um, so we were speaking there to Neil just about um, how we bounce back and that kind of thing. But one thing that was spotted by Neil and spotted by you, Paul, post-match against Radcliffe was we did have a 25-minute spell, didn't we, in that first half uh, against Radcliffe, which was consistent with how we performed throughout uh, the month of August. How does Neil go about making sure that we, we have that today and, and don't be too down in the dumps about it all? Well, I think the FA Cup is a, is a beast of its own, isn't it? And... I don't think people should be motivated to play in the FA Cup because this is a great opportunity, both for the players and the club, because obviously there's money at stake here. It's a vital income stream for us, the Cup. We, need, we badly need a run this season, and we keep saying this. So I would say to the players, there's glory to be had here. You can make names for yourselves. If you get, if you get a good run in the Cup, your name becomes national, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, some of the players who featured in that, uh, the last decent FA Cup run we had, which took us to the, the first round uh, against Doncaster, they play today. Uh, Charlie Ennis was, was obviously in that, in that team. Uh, Luke Griffiths is on the bench. But it's, it's like you say, we go back to Doncaster, we go back to Chesterfield, we go all the way back to Brighton and Rochdale. Good FA Cup runs, they do stay in the memory. It didn't do Regan Linney's career any harm, scoring live on BBC against Doncaster. Well, that's very true indeed. Um, there was a question mark about how Neil would go about his team selection today, whether he would go, well, some of these players take a step back and bring some players in from the periphery to get match time, or you lads, you need to make amends for, for last week's game against Radcliffe, get back out there and do what you, you do best. Um, it's kind of a mix of both today. Yeah, I think he's. If we'd got a draw at Radcliffe, say, I think he would have gone for youth more today, more inexperienced, and tried to give people game time. But because of the the big scoreline, I think he's trying to rebuild a bit of confidence with some of the players. So he's gone for a fairly strong looking side. Yeah, Pat Boys is in goal. Uh, Pavel Zuck starts. Uh, Czech TM. He's on the bench and um, he's run so much. Fatigued. <laughs> yes, I think. I think it's fair enough. And uh, Pavel Zuck, we saw him pre-season. Very, very unlucky, to be fair, that he's up against Czech TM for that position, uh, but a very talented player. Uh, Guy Hall is at left-back. Centre-back pairing of Charlie Oliver and Curtis Jones. Jan Palinkas has an ankle injury, unfortunately, um, so doesn't start. In midfield, uh, Charlie Ennis and uh, Deck McLaughlin also. Deck McLaughlin's had a, a bit of a meteoric rise, hasn't he? From, from the periphery now to getting a mention last week about being a crucial part of, of the midfield. I think Donahue's absence has opened the door for him to impress and then I think he's done that he's done a very good job yeah. and um, he's, he's kind of masked the absence of Donahue a bit not completely but because Donahue's a special player but um, I think he's done a very good role I mean during pre-season there was a thing wasn't there where Elliot Morris the signing from Skelmersdale but Declan McLaughlin also came from Skelmersdale and they were, they were a good team last year yeah. at step four um, so Declan McLaughlin starts um, on the wings we've got uh, Elliot Morris we've also got Keen Baru and Jay Fitzmartin and uh, Max Kane will be up front today, and he's playing against his old club, if memory serves, in yeah, Barlett Town. that's right, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about our goal scoring last week? Um, we're there scoring two goals against Macclesfield, but obviously when it comes to Radcliffe, we were, didn't really make our possession count in that dominant spell in the first half. We didn't, no. But, you know, we go back to, say, the Macclesfield game, where it was a very late winner, um, but we stuck to the task. 
and we played for 90 minutes and got the rewards. And maybe that's the same story today, that we might have to fight to the bitter end, but to get, to get the win. And uh, substitutes bench, Chester United, uh, Nick Bellardo, Luke Griffiths, Keegan Hartley, Czech Tiam and Lloyd Marshall, the substitute goalkeeper. But we've also got another substitute, Finley Bartram, Paul. What do you know? Who's uh, was with Salford City Juniors, I think, or Academy. Uh, and he's also played for Stockport Georgians. He's a midfielder by trade. I hadn't heard of him before today, so this is an interesting... Yeah, we'll wait and see. Step forward. We'll wait and see. Um, what about Barlick Town, Paul? Um, we've we've had confirmation, a thumbs up from our runner that it is pronounced Barlick. Yeah. Uh, Barlick Town, what, what should we know? Well, they, they've had a couple of good wins in the FA Cup, but they lost in the Vars at home in a, in a shootout. So they're unbeaten in the league, two wins but four draws. So a mixed bag of results for them so far this season. does suggest they could be difficult to beat. Um, there's no Tom Dean for them this afternoon, who would have been a... A former FC player, but he's not he's not involved. Um, so what we're saying, Paul, is this is an, op- an opposition where there's no former FC has played in the team. No, I don't think there is. Uh, but they do have Brad Carsley, yes, a former Renault player at Bamber Bridge, and not, he was at Lancaster as well. Very experienced, and it seems to be the default mode for non-league teams who play FC to have a very experienced striker somewhere along the line. So this is the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. Uh, we do play Mask away on Saturday the 16th currently obviously that's dependent on whether we progress through or whether Mask progress through yeah it's um, two-sided isn't yes, it yes uh, because that is going to be FA Cup weekend uh, so keep an eye on the website uh, after today for, for more information um, and of course replays are apparent at this Tuesday. stage of the competition and that replay would be on Tuesday uh, so uh, again look out for that one at full time if necessary but, Paul, what are you expecting today? Ideally, I would like us to score in the first 20 minutes, get a grip of the game, and then not let go of it. But well, we know yeah. we know from FA Cup ties in the past that teams come here with a lot of enthusiasm and fight and make it difficult for us, and we have to go through stages of the game where we have to defend, and defend soundly, unlike Radcliffe. So we want a solid performance at the back this afternoon. Absolutely. Well, this is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. Live team stats are available this afternoon, LiveTeamStats.com, thanks to our friends at Constructive Coding. But let's hand over now to your expert commentary team. This is FC United of Manchester against Barlick Town in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. And it's a big welcome back to Stato Paul and a big, big welcome back to Mr James Quinn. And, uh, well, there was, a, there was a ball onto the right-hand side for Barlick there. But, oh, and uh, showing a bit too much of that. And uh, good work from Fitzmaiden, who shoots. And uh, brings a save out of his man. Some poor defending. Elliot Morris now in the... And he tries one near post, but that goes wide. McLaughlin. McLaughlin plays it back now to Jones. Jones 40 yards out. Oliver now plays it forward now. Fitzmartin. Fitzmartin thinking about a shot. Changes his mind. Puts it on his left foot. Threads it through neatly. Kane on the turn. Trying to get on his left foot. Tries a shot. A bit of a meek one, but uh, leg in the way from the keeper. It rolls out for a throw into FC, level with the 18-yard line on the left-hand side. And now McLaughlin has it. McLaughlin to make a nice little ball there. Zook, Zook, plays it infield, not in, infield. McLaughlin picks up the return ball, thinking about a shot. It's bobbling in the box a little bit there. Tundra handball, chance for Morris, tries to thread it through. And I think it was Ryan Moore on the line to clear. Back now to Guy Hall. 
Guy Hall infield, Ennis just outside the box. Ennis now tries to find the ball in field. Now Ennis now chasing this one. Ennis to cross it in. Keeper gets a foot to it. On the edge of the area now, Guy Hall. Guy Hall. Now it's a Fitzmartin to the byline. Chips it in. And it's not in. And it's in. And it's Bellardo. Good play from FC. Lovely, delicate cross from Fitzmartin. And perfectly positioned was the substitute, Bellardo, who loves his second half goals. And he just got enough on it and placed it to perfection. So Jackalabs couldn't get to it. 1-0 FC. So it's a free kick to FC. Long ball down that left flank there for Ballardo to pursue. Ballardo gets there first, trying to begin in field. Great work from Ballardo. And he flashes it wide. He did ever so well there under pressure. Brought the ball down onto his right foot. It was on the half volley, just couldn't keep it down. But he scored the goal and he's been a nuisance since he comes on. Score remains 1-0 FC. Boys rolls the ball in front of him. Now it's not a great one that. And they have it, and it's a speculative ball. And boys has to concede a corner. And it was an opportunist shot there from Gareth Hill. There'll be four added minutes, which I think we've moved into. Well, boys uh, spared his own blushes there, but he, it's a corner ball. Everyone's in the box now, apart, I think, from Kershaw, remains in the centre circle. FC with defending to do, the cross comes in. It's not in a cross. It's, oh, they put it wide. The flag did not go up, it was nodded on and volleyed it wide. And there goes the final whistle and FC United proceed to the next round. And a really game effort from Barlick, a defensive effort where they bottled FC up for much of the game and created their own chances with a final scoreline of FC United of Manchester 1, Barlick Town 0. I think FC had to work to the bitter end to force that victory, but it's a very valuable victory, both financially and morale-wise. And um, FC were fully extended this afternoon by a very good Barlick side who never gave up. There was just one moment of inspiration uh, from Bellardo has made sure that it's going to be a silent night in Barnelswick tonight. And if you know your Barnelswick, you'll know why I mentioned it. Do, do I need to go on Wikipedia? Is that what you're telling me? It's the big factory there. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Barlick, really, they had the perfect game today almost from a North West County team travelling to a, a MPL Premier Division side. They defended so, so well. Really, really organised. And FC just really struggled to break them down this afternoon. Yeah, I can't even say that we missed a lot of chances because we didn't create a lot of chances. But um, full credit to Hartley and Ballardo, who I feel came on and and gave the game more momentum for FC. I thought they both played very well when they came on. Um, who's your man of the match, by the way, Paul? Firstly, the overall man of the match, and then the FC one. Hmm. Higgins was outstanding. He was, wasn't he? And you know what? I've written Higgins down, so well done, Paul. Well played. I, I, you I won the prize. You won the prize. He, he held the whole thing together at the back and even found time to come forward and create a threat. FC? Hmm. Now, Fitzmartin, obviously, is... He's in, the, he's in the running. Yeah, he's had a certainly. frustrating afternoon, but he's, he's been he, a bright spark in FC's forward line. It was his assist. Yes. Um, I think Zuck's had a good game at yeah. right back. I mean, FC United were just okay. That's Nothing exceptional, no, really. No, but they didn't need to 
be today, really. They just yeah. needed to find that one inspirational moment and they found it. You're still not giving me a man of the match, though, for FC. If it's close, because Fitzmartin, you may, it, was a, it was a lovely cross and he did a lot of good work yes. and he did... He did some tracking back as well. I think if it's tight between a few players, I would edge towards Fitzmartin. Let's give it to Fitzmartin yeah. then. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to say as well, I mean, it, FC, professional performance, I think we can call it that. However, Balak did have the moment right at the end, didn't they? Uh, a loose clearance. Well, an audacious effort from distance. The boys did well to, to keep it out in the end. And then the subsequent corner, well, it was an improvised volley where he's back to goal. But again, FC... Very lucky there, Paul. I think, to be fair, Boyce made a brilliant save to rectify his yes. error. He had to fly across goal and pour it around the post. So he made up for his mistake. But um, I think that um, the visitors will go away thinking what might have been because they got so close. They held out for 73 minutes. It's a result we needed this. Yeah, it's an important win. I just like to think it gives us a little bit of confidence in ahead of the Bradford game next Saturday. And it's very important we've got a week's rest. I think that's critical as well, to get some bodies uh, recovered. Absolutely. Um, well, we're waiting for Neil. A big thank you to Paul for joining us uh, for this afternoon's broadcast. Uh, you can hear from Paul tomorrow, uh, as he'll be joining us for Women's Team Live, FC United taking on Norton and Stockton Ancients. Uh, join us from 2 o'clock if you can't make the game. It's a 2 o'clock kickoff live here at Broadhurst Park in the main stadium so get yourself down there but uh, as I said we will have commentary just before two you can join us here on SC Radio um, James so I think it would be great for um, for uh, Neil to have two training sessions uh, to have great time with, to prepare for Bradford and FC of course with 100% record at home in all competitions we'll be looking to continue that at home to Bradford uh, next Saturday but it will be an interesting contest it's, in a way, it's ideal because he's got the result he wanted, even if he would like to have had a more comfortable game. And he's got two training sessions. He's had a nice bit of space, 12-day gap between the Radcliffe defeat and the next uh, encounter. Yeah, and that's going to be a tough encounter. And actually, it's, um, it's interesting, isn't it? We're playing Bradford Park Avenue and all oh, the games we used to have against Bradford Park Avenue when they were in the Northern Premier League. Brilliant games. Uh, obviously, we'll ignore the playoff final one that Tom Green scored. Uh, but... Um, other than that, it, it'd be good to see them here. And, uh, well, it's also going to be good to see Neil Reynolds. And Neil Reynolds is making his way up the steps. Well, Neil, oh, was that a triumph for patience against a simple but perfectly, almost perfectly executed plan by your opponents? Listen, firstly, credit. I've just spoke to the manager coming up the stairs, you know, to come here to deploy the low block, deploy the 4-5-1. It's a risky, it's a risky game to do because if you score early... What do you do? But listen, let's credit them. They made it really hard for us. And I know when I speak to Tim afterwards, the analysis team, we've probably had 85% possession of the football. We've probably had you know, chances we could have scored off, but we didn't. And the key message was all through the first half, all at half-time, patient, patient, patient. The game will open up. We'll win 1-0 and we'll get ready for the next round. But when you play a team from lower down, it is that preferably banana skin. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes you go with five or six. Some teams slip and go out. We, I thought, professionally... We were really good. We were really good. We were very disciplined. And that's another goal for Nick Ballardo and another win at Broadhurst Park. Yeah, we could have said subs. We were pleased with the impact of the subs. Delighted. And it was, it was key that we did that. You know, resting young Czech today. Uh, I thought Pav did well. Uh, I thought the subs, the timing of the subs was right. I thought Keegan uh, and Nick injected something different to us. And then I thought once we scored, Griff just settled us down. And, and 
it's a competitive squad, you know, and, and out of that squad, I've still got, you know, Jan Palinkas, Charlie Monroe, Michael Donoghue, so he's very competitive. Uh, but I'm proud of the boys today. That's a, that's a tricky, tricky game that today. And, and they've taken on board all the instructions and they should be really proud of themselves. Were you frustrated at all in the first half of the lack of ingenuity? There was one moment where I thought Ennis played a lovely pass to Morris that almost... But to break down that, would you have liked a bit more... Could you tell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I know nothing about football. No, I, always come, I, I always come and protect the lads. I, oh, I, I, what, I'll say, what I'll say is that... We could have been braver breaking the lines. So when we play a one, we actually play a three. You know, and I don't think we were brave enough to get in behind. I thought there was too many times that our midfield pairing were on the same line. And I don't think the centre-half stepped into play. I think they passed it when they should have stepped in. So down the middle of the pitch, yeah, we were slightly frustrated. And But, listen, we, we've, I've played in them games where it's so hard. And you think, right, if I play in that pass and it doesn't come off, we come off exposed. We go side to side and we've just got to wait for that one moment. And the one moment didn't appear in the first half and you know we, we thought Max Kane was getting in a battle with you know Jack Higgins in the centre half is it something different when Nick Bellardo comes off and, and that's that's the the luxury that we've got this season we didn't have last season where I can turn to the bench and go right Keane Baru Max Kane you come off it's not your days Nick Bellardo Keegan Hartley can you go on and, and unlock it and, and they did it and you know they'll get all the plaudits but I just thought the collective Team performance, it was slow at times in the first half, but that's okay, that's okay. The pitch wasn't zippy, and, and in terms of the performance, I'm all right, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Uh, having said that, Barlick had some opportunities, one which uh, Pat Boyser had a good game, but a, a loose clearance, and then suddenly had to, had to save himself, really. My heart was in the mouth, because Pat's so... Uh, technically good with his feet he's so commanding in the air and it was really good I don't know if you know this story but Jack Higgins who played for them today that's the academy manager at Fleetwood so the guy who was standing in front of Pat for the full game he worked with him full time day to day so he was he was really giving it him but you know that, that was that was a little bit of needle but Pat was ex- excellent but the thing is when you make a mistake as a keeper you're going wow but he recovered really well he recovered really well and, and we got a uh, yeah, we, we got the, the result I thought we deserved. And perhaps, look, you, you mentioned him, must have been pleased, because Czech team has been a real uh, find this season, but, but Zuck uh, did his job, didn't he? And perhaps, you've got to create, this is what I'm saying, when people don't see this, it's the work that we do outside of football, so when he hasn't been in the 16 for five or six games, then he comes in, all of a sudden he starts in the FA Cup game. But again, using the luxury, that's the quality that we have now at right back, and, and you know, in, in every position and, and Pav did well listen he probably plays it a little bit different than Czech where Czech will drive inside and, and commit where Pat's a little safer but at times you need them both and I thought especially with Pav at right back when they when they put the big lads on I thought he held his shape really well I thought he competed very well showed the dark arts in the middle of the pitch when he had to bring the lad down and knew he got on the wrong side of him so I've chuffed with his performance and you know he, he put himself in the window but I'll say it and I'll say it and I'll say it that, you know, for us to get through this season we're going to need 20, 21 players and, and we've seen that already so you know, credit to the lads that, that have played today, credit to the lads that have, you know, made debuts in, in Pav, but, but more, you know, more credit is credit to the football club because we're in the hat for the next round and, and there'll be some teams that aren't today. We are. Like uh, Radcliffe, for example, or not, for example. Are they not? <laughs> well, you know, this and is... This neither is, are Bamber Bridge. Well, this is the bizarre thing about football because we've just played Radcliffe who I thought was arguably the best team and then, you know, they've gone to Morpeth today. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's bizarre. Football's bizarre. But we are. And, you know, this journey to the first round who started here or the journey to Wembley the fans were singing they started here but we, you, you can all be happy and there's a little bit of money into the club great fans today you know 1,040 came through to the stadium and they made some good noise to last 10-15 minutes doesn't say in the paper 
tomorrow that we were a bit slow with our movement and we were a bit slow with our second breaking of lines says that we're through and and you've got to take that so to round up um You'll be pleased you've got two training sessions with the, with, the, with the players and what kind of game are you expecting home to Bradford next Saturday? Well, firstly, James, as a, as a manager, you know, I was asked last week by Tim, you know, is it good to have a break from the league? Yeah, it's brilliant. I love looking at that result, 5-0. It, it really irks me every single day and, and that's, the, that's the passion inside. That's what you want. Uh, you come to the FA Cup, you want to win and we've bounced back. We've done really well. But for any manager to have back-to-back training sessions, we might even come in Wednesday yet. You know, it's the first time in a long time that, that we've had it. And it's good. We love getting on the training park. So we want to we want to get ready for a reformed, resurgent Bradford side who we've come to. But we're going into it, play four from four at Broadhurst Park and we've won it. So this place is, let's use the word fortress. It's not just that, it's giving us lots of confidence. And, and if we can get things right off the pitch that needs to be better today on the pitch, then we'll be all right. But Bradford will be a good side. But I think we, you'll see a different FC next week. I don't think you'll see a side that... You know, I think Bradford well, we'll see, will we'll, come and park the We'll bus. see the home side, won't we? We'll which, which, is, which is impeccable. Yeah, it is, yeah. We, yeah we'll, we'll work on the away side. We'll work on it. Uh, Neil, thanks Brilliant. as ever. No, thank well you. done. Through to the next round. Yeah, chuff it up. Cheers, everyone. FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking to James there. And FC United have been drawn at home to fellow NPL side Warrington Rylands, with the match to be played on Saturday the 16th of September. But before then, the Reds return to league action this Saturday as FC United welcome Bradford Park Avenue to Broadhurst Park. It's a 3pm kick-off on Saturday and admission will be pay on the gate. Adults £13, concessions £9, under-18s £3, while under-5s are free with a paying adult. But if you cannot make the game on Saturday, FC Live will be on air from 2.30pm on the FC Radio website. To the women's team now and FC United on Sunday hosted Norton and Stockton Ancients in the league. And to hear how the afternoon went, let's hand over to Ben and Paul in the main stand. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. Women's team live on a Sunday afternoon as FC take on Norton and Stockton Ancients back in the league after last week's exit from the League Cup. It is back to league action and uh, what, what a glorious setting we have here at Broadhurst Park. The sun is shining and the two teams are now coming out onto the pitch. And to top it all off, our women's team live broadcast wouldn't be the same without this man. It's a welcome back to Stato Paul. Hello. Good afternoon, everyone. So, Paul, what should we know about Norton and Stotts and Ancients today? Well, we've uh, obviously this is a league fixture, so um, we're playing at the same level as them again. You yourself will remember the trip there in the FA Cup in 2016, which we lost 2-1. Brilliant hospitality, I have to say, but not good on the pitch. <laughs> Since then, we played them three times and won the lot, which is promising. We played them again in the FA Cup in 2020 here and won 5-2. And then we played them home and away in 21-22 and won 2-0 in both games. Looking at this fixture, and bearing in mind we've had a very difficult start, I think the women have got a chance this afternoon of, of putting a win on the board. Well, it's only a chance, but... Yeah, it's early days in the season. Um, not in their first game, it was against Middlesbrough, wasn't it? And it was a draw. Uh, yeah. FC, obviously, in, the, in their first league game, it was Batsam of Fire, all those cliches, um, against Doncaster Bells. We played a game since, Halifax last week in the League Cup. You can see improvements, can't you? And last week, there were improvements. There was goals conceded which were preventable. She's had training sessions this week where she's tried to iron out those errors, if possible. And we've also got a new face in the starting eleven, and that's Paris Ford, who played against us for West Esbury and Charlton last season. Ella Ritchie starts up front. Ella Ritchie scoring last week. Another game where we scored a goal. 
in these yeah, up, it doesn't sound matches. like much, but getting on the board is important. And um, if we can defend a bit better this afternoon, then uh, I think we might be able to get our first three points in the league, which will be a, a welcome boost to Jenny and the team. So as you can hear, Paul is optimistic. Let me give you the teams. Sophie Donald in goal, Corey Mather, the skipper, alongside Abby Carrington and Jace Carlin and Isabel Kershaw, who I think had a really good game last week at right back. Um, also featuring today, Dill, Walton, Reeves, Ford making a debut, Richie and Donnelly. Substitutes, Bowater, Chloe Ainsworth is on the bench, as is Paige Stopford. Welcome back to Paige, Shauna Jean and Mia Wilding. And we're off and running here at Broaders Park for this uh, second league game of the season. Walton's going to have to be quick. Walton gets to it. Here's Ford. Oh, it opens up for Ford here. Ford goes for goal. Good hands from the goalkeeper and a good save. But that is the first real effort from either side, really, that really tested the goalkeeper. And it just opened up for Ford, didn't it? And she hit it well. Just a bit bit of space on the edge of the box. And uh, good save by Kelsey Moore there. Had to be a good save. Carlin and Carrington going for the same ball there. And uh, here comes Norton and Stockton Ancients on the attack into the penalty area. Shot on goal. Good hands from Donald on the near post. It was Myers there with the effort. There's Walton putting a challenge in. Good stuff from Walton. Breaks for Dill. Dill moving in field. Dill still with the ball. Dill. Dill goes for goal. Oh, it's just wide. And you know what? The goalkeeper there, she was like, oh, this is going wide. I'm not too sure I had her confidence, Paul, but it did go wide. I think it was a bit closer than she wanted it to be when it fizzed past the post. Good stuff. Dill now down the left-hand side. Dill over the halfway line for FC United. There's a through ball there to Stopford. Stopford controls it really well. Stopford back in field to Dill. Oh, it's just beyond Dill and cleared. And now it's end-to-end stuff this. And the ball breaks here for Myers. Myers is through. One-on-one into the penalty area. And puts it wide of the post. Big let-off for FC United. There's Reeves putting a challenge in. Reeves by FC's corner flag. Shielding that ball. Still shielding that ball, and Reeves gets the ball out best she could, really. But it's only as far as West. But here comes FC United now with Carlin. Carlin, first time ball through the middle, and Stockford's on side. Stockford's one on one. Goalkeeper's out. Oh, goalkeeper did well, but only as far as Walton. Walton's going to go for this, I think, and uh, couldn't get much purchase on it. And it's back to more. Well, Paul, that was that was a great ball from Carlin. It really was. Norton on the ball on the halfway line. Back it comes to White. Square ball. Played forward by Burton, headed clear by Carrington. Oh, and did well. FC United now on the ball with Wilding. Wilding through the middle. The substitute plays that ball to Stockford, who's onside. The goalkeeper's out again. Stockford's got to get to it first. Brave goalkeeping. She just hesitated when she made a run. She thought she was offside, but she was miles on. And the whistle. And the whistle goes full time here at Broadhurst Park. Nil nil, Paul. And to say that's, that's, that's some progress would be an understatement. The women's team don't do many nil-nils. I think you could count them on the fingers of one hand, goalless draws. Um, but this one, it kind of shows the progress that's being made. And I think in the second half, I think the second half FC were 50% better than the first half. And you can definitely see signs of development. And the only shame is, is that we didn't get a goal to crown it all off because the passing and movement was much better and we had more of a goal threat in the second half. The, the biggest compliment we can give FC United based on the fact this is the third time this team's played. They've played against Doncaster, they've played against Halifax, higher league opponents uh, last week. They look like a team today, which is remarkable considering how, how new this team is. I think it's testament to, to the work that Jenny's put in behind the scenes. 
that we've finished nil-nil here and we're a bit disappointed we haven't won it considering what's happened in previous weeks. Yeah, just to confirm as well, we did have a drinks break. Paul stops his clock, so the referee has added four minutes and there was a couple of stoppages during that second half which did take the sting out of an FC United attack. It was One of them, I think, was, was fair enough. The second one, I'd, I'm not too sure why it was brought back. I mean, it was... There were moments, Paul, in that second half where, where we could have won. Shauna Jean had a great moment in the box where she swung and missed to crown a great move off. Keeper made a couple of good saves, but also Sophie Donald made a couple of good saves as well in the game. So, Who's, your, who's your player of the match, Paul? And I'm pretty sure there's an obvious candidate. But I, uh, I, think, I think Carlin was, yes. was outstanding. Yeah. Dill, I should mention as well, was very good while she was on the pitch until the very end. And you know what, Walton... Yeah. Second half. She was strong. Really good. We've got to give it to Jace Carlin. Outstanding performance. Um, to be fair, um, I have to also add the substitutes who came on. Shauna Jean, Paige Stopford. I think that's the best I've seen Paige Stopford play. She showed signs last year. And we were saying when she was coming on, it's going to be interesting to see how she works under Jenny Swarbrick because Jenny Swarbrick has a big reputation for developing young players. And we saw last year flashes of Paige Stopford. Paige Stopford today has developed since last season, certainly. Her off yeah. the ball is really good. Vision and passing looks like they've improved. Abby Carrington had another strong game. Harris yep. Ward looked, looked good while she was on. It's just been an all-round good, yep. strong... I mean, Richie was good. Richie worked very hard yeah. this afternoon. Donald's kept a clean sheet. The defence has kept a clean sheet. I mean, Maverick in that second half, some, yeah. some determination at times. Yeah. Um, just an all-round good performance. That uh, Very encouraging, to say the least. And uh, we will be hearing from... Jenny Swarbrick in a second or two who no doubt will be delighted with that let's see today and uh, Jenny joins us now Jenny thank you so much for joining us so quickly after the full time whistle Sorry? progress that was brilliant really, yeah, really they, good they were good today um, I've just spoke to them about how much of a big step we've taken there's a lot of stuff that you can see with the shape the way we try to play out that's a huge part of our philosophy and the style we want to play and I think the way that the opposition played today gave us that opportunity to be able to play through the diamonds hit that front player play offer connect the passes progress it up the pitch like we're wanting to do so I was really pleased with that and we've also been focusing on number one not conceding from set pieces yeah there was one at the, so end of the was, first half really good yeah. we've done a lot of work at that in training and uh the girls were really pleased with that. And then also looking at our midfield shape, it went a little bit towards the end, but we was a lot more secure in the middle of the park. Yep. We were dominating play, both in and out of possession in those central areas. So I was really pleased with that. So in terms of the focuses we set the girls before the game, there's lots of ticks. There's still a lot to work on, but a massive step forward today. And I'm really pleased. Huge step forward. The biggest compliment I can give this team three games in, essentially, is it looked like a team today. And it, it really did, didn't it? Yeah, thank you very much for that because yeah. that's something that we we have to do with this group because they are so new last week I joked that some of the girls were asking in the changing room yes. before the game oh what's your name again what's your <laughs> name again um, but they've, they've been really good this week in training we've done a lot of team bonding in training um, just some subtle planning from me to, to put situations in where the girls have had to talk to each other and they've had to get to know each other and, and they've loved it and the other thing I'm going to say about these girls is look they're not being paid to do this and I'm wanting to create an environment where, no matter what, they want to be here. Yeah. I'm not having to chase them. I'm not having to beg and plead with people to come and play for us. These girls have looked at this environment and gone, I want to be a part of it. Um, they're buying into everything that I'm asking them to do. Um, they're great to work with. There's some brilliant characters that we've brought in, some brilliant people. So when you talk about team, we're definitely heading in that direction. This season, it's going to be really, really important we have a team because 
you know, as we've got this week, we've got two games in three days. We're going to need everybody. There's going to be players that will be potentially featuring on Tuesday that didn't feature today because we're going to need to rotate because it's hard at this level to do two games in three days. But they are a fantastic group to work with and we stick together no matter what and it, it shone again today. Yeah, it really did. Um, let's talk about the back line firstly because obviously a clean sheet, brilliant considering how many goals we conceded in the last fortnight. That's progress. Donald's catching, Donald's presence, charging out of a six-yard box when she needed to. We've given player of the match to Jace Carlin because okay. she was she was superb. Carrington was Carrington. Mather, in, especially in the second half, was really determined down this right-hand side. But you were also changing the way you were playing a lot as well at the back. There was times where Mather and, and Carlin became full-backs rather than centre-backs and you must be pleased with how, how that all worked out this afternoon with a clean sheet as well. Yeah, they're getting used to the new system. Probably 75% of the game, 75 minutes. I thought we, we looked really comfortable. And, and I wasn't overly concerned that we were going to score. I think towards the end, there was a few... Stretchy, wasn't it? It was very stretchy <laughs> at the end, and I think that comes a lot down to um, a little bit of fatigue. Yep. Um, you could see the mist just coming over, so on transition, it was just swapping end-to-end. End. I think it was affecting both teams, the heat today, um, and we just needed to settle down and control the game. And at moments we did, and that's something we'll probably reflect on because that's where I felt that there was potentially a goal in it for either side. But building on that resilience we talked about, the back line did keep a clean sheet with... with uh, Sophie in goal she's done a lot of work this week with Elsie and Chloe in terms of dealing with crosses balls in the air and I turned to Elsie on one of them and I went that's your that's your work yeah. that you've done there you can see it coming off she came out claimed one really really well so I was really pleased with that and again it's just building that confidence building those relationships building those connections and understanding who's going to be where and, and when um, so that it's all coming in again that's just another big step forward today their keeper had to work uh, towards the end there there was a couple of through balls which Stockford almost got on um, just to mention for Paige Stockford because last season that was a, a breakthrough year saw glimpses we were saying you know with your track record of developing youngsters Paige Stockford that's an ideal candidate really and coming on today for a season debut I thought she did pretty well to be fair yeah I've worked with Paige previously when I was at Man United so I know what Paige's strengths are I know what she can bring to this team and, and that's what I talked to her about today when she came on I said look I know that I'm going to get some good speed from you I want you to be looking in behind I want you to be positive and then when you do get in the area I want you to be confident to get that shot off um, she had a couple of opportunities that got blocked she had a few runs in behind um, but I thought their keeper did really well in yeah. reading the situation so in terms of Paige coming on I was really pleased with that and it gives us that uh, dynamic forward option coming off the bench today um, which was what was needed um, when we had a few tired legs it's great to be able to bring a, a youngster on like Paige Yeah the other player who came on uh, who really had an impact was Shauna Jean as well who was playing out of position I mean she did have a nosebleed didn't she for that chance which <laughs> was well created towards the end um, but you know Reed solid performance Walton in the second half had a cracking second half uh, Dill as well was close to Dill getting the player of the impressive. match Richie was good everyone was good so you're taking this on to Charlie on Tuesday now yeah we've got to use it as a springboard going into Tuesday um, we've got to continue to build on the positives from how we played still got a few areas that we've got to look at um, and, and we've also got to reassess if we've got any any injuries off the back of it um, I mean, Paris Ford, unfortunately, have yes. to come off, so she'll need to be assessed ahead of Tuesday. I thought she did really well yes. again for her debut um, and gives us a lot of strength and power in there. I know Shanice was, was feeling it in her ankle. Uh, she went down early on in the, in the first half, so she'll need to be assessed. And then 
I think I've got to give a shout out to both of the wing backs in terms of Dill and uh, Kershaw. They have to do more running than anybody <laughs> on the pitch in this system, and they are giving a hundred percent. So again, they'll probably just need assessing and see what their loading's like going into Tuesday's game because it's going to be tough. But we've got we're starting to get a bit of strength in depth now, um, and I'm and I'm confident again that we can continue to to build some positive performances uh, and have another positive performance on Tuesday against Charlie. Performance like this doesn't happen by accident. There's a lot of prep that goes into this. Of course. Plenty yeah. of work's going to be going on in the next couple of days before the Charlie match. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I think we do have to go give ourselves a pat on the back today for getting our first point in the league. A big step forward, pat on the back, but then we have to look forward and go, right, we now focus on Charlie and we have to focus on us being at our best again to, to try and get something out of that. It's not going to be easy. And One of the big factors is it's a, an evening game. So yeah. you've got to remember all these players are going to have been at work in the daytime. It's a completely different um, routine for them. So I'm going to try and speak to the players on how to prepare effectively to, to manage their energy levels, their hydration levels, and making sure that they've got everything, you know, because some of them have come straight from work. Make sure we call it controlling the controllables. Make sure that they've got everything sorted so they can tick everything off and go, right, I'm ready for this game. And then I've got a lot of trust in these players that will go and have a good performance on Tuesday. Well, Jenny Swarbrick, women's team manager, big congratulations today off the board with a point and uh, onwards and upwards and uh, we'll catch up again very soon yeah thank you for the support no problem at all thanks Jenny FC United women's team manager Jenny Swarbrick there speaking to Ben well that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club a big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole thanks for listening and from me Cockers see you next time this is FC UM Radio officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world